Welcome back to the two-way contract. We are finally recording this again. This is the last time we recorded this podcast was on the 1st of February, which uh, was a week uh, after Kobe Bryant died, and we did a whole episode on him. Um, I was doing that with my man here, Jorge Ramirez, who is uh, my co-host today. And um, I mean, I know, I, you know, I just mentioned Kobe right away, which is uh, really, you know, like really bad. Well, I don't know why I did that, like the first time. Nah. <laughs> but it, it kind of reminded me because I think yesterday, yeah. uh, Anthony Davis scored like 20 points in the first half. Okay. It was like the most... This is the Kobe, first time right? someone yeah. did that, right? Since Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and during yeah. that season, when uh, you know they had like Dwight Howard, or well, they get Dwight Howard now, but Steve Nash and mm-hmm. Dwight Howard and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, I guess I was just reminded of that because the Lakers, you know, just beat up on the Jazz yesterday. Yeah, uh, dude, it's crazy to think what uh, you mentioned. It was the uh, February first that we recorded that. That's it's been six months, and so much has changed in six months. We thought that was, I mean, and that and that is a tragedy. What happened to to Kobe Bryant? But everything else that's transpired after that has seemed to just make everything even worse. Man, it's still can't believe we're in the same year. It doesn't seem like we're yeah, still we have like a whole in. like a whole book of events that like literally like a whole novel of like you know just events that just happened ever since you know, like late January, um, really ever, even since like March, since the start of yeah. the pandemic, people are driving themselves insane. Oh, I think yeah. I've, I've lost two friendships because of through this pandemic. Oh, wow. Um, Sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, I've also, I mean, I picked up disc golf. I know I've been telling you that and that's yeah. Oh, yeah. the best game. Um, just the best game in terms of like, uh, just looking, you know, because I, you know, when I was a Lyft driver one time, uh, one of my passengers was like, you know, you should take up golf. You know, okay. like, oh, like, and her whole reasoning was basically like, do you want to have lunch with the CEO or do you want to golf with Michael fucking Jordan? You know? And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, of course yeah, I want to. But I would be terrible. You know, I, I just would not, be, you know, like, I'll be his caddy. You know, I'll be his I'll, I'll get, I'll keep score for him or something. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cheat for him. Like, I'll make it, <laughs> I'll give his scores lower for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's but, awesome. Yeah, no, like then, then you know, I I came across like you know, disc golf is very similar, and you know, I have a cousin who's like you know who's been into it for like about a year, and okay. uh, just super casually into it, and then ever since he's been teaching me and stuff like that, he's gotten way more into it because he te- he's been teaching his brother too. So me okay. and his brother, so me and my cousin, we've been going like the same, you know, like the same trajectory of like improvements oh, dude, like thought, that. Yeah, but my cousin's a little bit better now, and you know, he because he played for like you know. My cousin, meaning uh, the one who I'm referring to, his brother, is a little bit better now because uh, he played like a whole week straight. Now he's an elbow injury. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> there you go. But, Welcome to yeah, sports. So on the topic of catching up, yeah. How have you been, man? Uh, this has been a. Uh, it's been an interesting time. I mean, I mean, like you know, uh, I'm in the process of moving back home. I'm moving back next month, so it's a little. It's different just because. Usually you move, yeah. You usually used to moving back home and like you're packing your things and then you move to your wherever you're going. And you settle yourself in. Like now, I'm kind of getting more used. Uh, getting, uh, I guess the word is, uh, I'm just like a little nervous about it, just because you know California is one of those states where it's like it's like rising the the whole COVID thing. Yeah. So the self quarantine and what you, what I have to do when I go back. So I've kind of been doing a little bit of research as to what the protocol is to when I move back. But uh, dude, other than that, it's been fun. Uh, sports are back, so I'm I'm excited for that. A little overwhelmed with how much sports. But we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm just I'm just glad the sports are back, man. Because I don't know that I would what we we what we would be doing, you know, during the summer without any sports right now. Yeah, well, I mean, we we'd basically be doing what we were doing in June, right? Which is just like waiting, watching old games or something like that, you know, like uh, do, doing that kind of thing. Um, I think like soccer was one of the first to come back, right? The Premier League. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was one of the first sports to come back. The uh, they seemed to have been doing pretty well. I mean, oh, the season already ended. That's uh, it's, right. it's already finished. Yeah, season ended last uh, last Saturday, last Sunday, and uh, dude, they they went with it a breeze. I think they had a couple of cases, but they just did it perfectly. They had like their own okay, bubbles. So they, they Every team the had their own bubbles. They finished yeah, all, teams, yeah. How many games did they play? Like, what, like twenty? Uh, no, there were in that league. There were about I want to say eight games left in the season. There were eight okay, games okay. So it was yeah, already eight. almost over. Yeah, it was almost over. Yeah, it's like ba- it was like basketball and right. uh, and and, and Liverpool. I'm guessing. Yeah, they won. They Liverpool yeah they ended won. up winning with yeah they they broke a record. So yeah, they're the very champions. interesting. Um, yeah, I mean I uh I, I mean I'm trying to keep it with like MLS and stuff like that too. Um, is that over already? 
No, no, they're in the uh, semifinals okay, now. Thank God. So, I, I do want to check out, you know, the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're down, the they're down to the final four teams. Yeah, they're down to the final four. And uh, the MLS has done a good job with their bubble, too. Uh, they did a World Cup style, so teams were yeah. eliminated. Like, they got rid of half the playing field within, like, two weeks. So, it's been going pretty well. It's honestly a really smart thing that the, yeah. the MLS did because I think that was a discussion for the NBA, right? The NBA kind of had the discussion, like, oh, we should have, like, a group stage thing. Yeah. From there – will uh, basically do what the the NHL or NHL MLS is doing where um I get I guess you know NBA cuz everything is a series so you know they'll just do the series mm-hmm. they'll just go by quicker um but the NBA really they really needed this I guess they they yeah. really wanted to finish up the eight games and they wanted to uh I guess I guess it's very logical because you know uh, every team probably played around the same amount of games I know I think the Kings played like two games less so okay. that could really screw them uh, oh, in the uh, standings? When it comes yeah, to- yeah. And also, just like in general, like up to this point, they've played like, you know, one team has played two games more than I think maybe the Pelicans or something. Um, but I know the Kings have played like more games than I think it might have been the Pelicans or the Spurs or something. But, um, you know, the, it, it's tough to do. You know, like it, I guess it makes sense having eight games first and everyone plays each other and then basically going, uh, moving on from there. The only thing I'm worried about is that like it's going to be such a long time until the season's over, you know, like. We're in August now. The season's probably going to end in October, which I know it's like two months, but it's like, yeah, it's still kind of a while, you know, like you, it get, is you a while. still keep your fingers crossed, but I guess the NBA has been doing well because they haven't, I don't, and throughout the two rounds of tests, no one has tested positive. Yeah. And that's good to hear. Uh, I'm happy for that, man. Just cause I like the fact that the NBA, I mean, outside of the COVID thing and they're in a bubble, like the matches, the games have been really competitive. Like yeah. no one's taking it lightly. I, I think that's what I was kind of worried about. I wasn't sure like, how it was going to go. It seemed a little gimmicky at first, but watching how they set up the arenas and like the virtual fans, like kind of think it's pretty cool actually that you get to see some, some famous you know, people that are at the game. It's growing on me. It's yeah. growing on me. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like some, I've, I'll hear people say like, Oh yeah, I saw Chris Bosch on there or something like that. Yeah. It's so cool. cool. Like, you know, I'll, I'll probably see, you know, we'll probably see Pat Riley or something. I don't know if he knows how to use it. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, right. yeah, like I, I, I believe it's only season ticket holders. Yeah, and there is like a you know there is like a, maybe like a five ten second delay from their feed just in case no one like pulls their dick out or something. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but that's true though. No, but it, it, that's like what basketball is though, especially the NBA man. Like, it's all about the fans too. Like, and they're they're always cut. The cameras always cut into like you know who's courtside, who's at the game, and so to yeah. see like Chris Bosh and like maybe like some season ticket holder that you always Justin see on TV. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. It's, it's fun. The NBA is smart to do that. I think it was brilliant, brilliant. The only yeah. sport they can get away with it, I think, too. I honestly would have loved the cardboard cutout thing, too. But I guess it works better in baseball. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I think it works better just that way because, like, those are open, oh, open, open door, sta- oh, yeah. open field stadiums. So that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah natural lighting. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I know at the start of the pandemic, like, the NFL like, did, did their whole draft. Which I think is laughable that they're actually gonna, they're actually think they're going to be playing, but um, oh man, that's that's a whole going to be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be like a whole like thing where because people are going to be like, that's my sport, you know, like yeah, um, especially the NFL. Oh man, uh, but yeah, like I remember like uh, it looking very campy, you know, like during the NFL draft, like oh, it's just people from their houses, it's whatever. But they made it work, you know, like they, it looked, you know, it looked yeah, all right, you know. know what? Yeah, now that you mentioned that, the draft was actually, I think, the first, like, actual sporting event, like, quote-unquote. Yeah, that's right. That we had in this country, like, but it was, yeah, and like you said, it seemed really, like, It was, it was like, it was also, like, two weeks after, like, the first, <laughs> you know, after everything shut down. Yeah. So, everybody was going crazy. I remember, I, I, I don't even care for the draft. And I was like, I'll watch the draft, and, like, an hour in, you're like, oh, dude, this, like, this is going to last three days. Like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And, like. Shot, but, like. <laughs> The only this is the only time I'll give a shout out to Roger Goodell. Okay, being there and like announcing every single yeah. name that's hard to do, man. Like, yeah. Also, you got to learn all these names, learn all the pronunciations and stuff like that. He probably yeah. screwed up a couple of them. Who cares? Yeah. Everyone, you know, David Stern. David Stern cannot yeah. pronounce champion. He never we never <laughs> was able to pronounce the word champion. That's funny. Champion. <laughs> but um, God rest his soul. Uh, rest in peace, yeah. David Stern. But um, yeah, like uh, yeah, I I do not. I'm not looking. You know, I'm not looking forward to that time for, for the NFL. But I think the N- NBA is doing a pretty good job. I think the virtual fan thing, a lot of people have been complaining about it. But I think I, you know, that's, it's such a small complaint. Okay. Like, you know, who cares? But uh, I just remember what I was going to say. 
regarding the uh, the courtside thing that you were saying, let's make this a thing now. Let's make this a thing where like let's not allow cameramen right under the hoop. You know, I'm seeing these games and they, they seem to be going all out by the sidelines. Yeah. Dude, yeah, and like some of the camera angles that they do on the sidelines are really nice. Like the rail like, cam, dude, yeah, yeah, is that what it is? It's a rail cam. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so sick when they do like when they're on transition or on a fast break and you catch them right in the middle of it. It looks so nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I take that over the, you know, like the the behind the basket shot mm-hmm. that goes like you know that shows yeah underneath you can't, the rim. Like, see the full dunk or whatever yeah. that LeBron's putting down. Um, speaking of the Lakers, uh. I think the Lakers, their first game was against the Clippers, right? Yeah, it was the first game. Yeah, that was the first, first game, game back last Thursday, yeah. And then they played the Raptors where they looked, shell themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take it game by game then. Okay. Uh, so Lakers-Clippers. I fell asleep in the final three minutes of the game. Yeah. Just because, uh, you know, I was just really tired that day. And, uh, you know, I, it was like during a commercial break and yeah. I just sort of dozed off, you know. Because yeah, I sometimes, you know, I'll, usually I watch my TV, but sometimes I'll, I'll bring my laptop to my room or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, I just, I just sort of dozed off. And I was really upset because I woke up and uh, I was like, oh, wait, did the Clippers win? And it's like LeBron James made the game-winning layup with like three. I was like, damn it, I missed it. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the game it seems the, like. Yeah. A comp- uh, sorry about that. Um, I'll, I'll let you speak in a sec. But. It seems like LeBron's been kind of passive other than the Raptors game. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Actually, I, the first game against the Clippers, I was like, oh, maybe it's his first It's his first game back trying to get the guy. LeBron always off. sucks in the first game. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. always the first game. Like game one. Yeah. It's, he's, he's not always know. amazing, you know? Yeah, I, think, I feel like he's trying – because it's, like, it's, it's LeBron's character, right, his personality, yeah. to get everybody involved. So I kind of – the first game I thought, okay, maybe he's going to be passive, get everybody the ball, get everybody else involved. But then by, like, halftime, I'm like, okay, he needs to kind of, like, get it going now. Like, we're playing the Clippers. This is arguably the biggest threat to the Lakers to go to the finals. So, I'm like, he's going to step it up here. But he kind of looked – his shot didn't look that good, honestly. Uh, I think he tried to shoot from three a couple of times. He made a couple of baskets. But uh, even when he went for the the game-winning shot, the the three-point shot, it was pretty short. And he got lucky that it literally hit the – grazed the bottom of the ribbon. Went straight to him. I think that was just who. That's kind of what his game's been the, these past three games, though. He's uh, he seemed a little passive, and he hasn't really taken that many shots either. I think he's. I think yesterday he took twelve yeah. or like fifteen. So I'm not sure what's going on there. I don't know if it's like if he's just like can getting his legs under him for the playoffs or what exactly it is. But I think but he'll you'll be see right. every now and then LeBron will just have an open lane and then. Mm-hmm. Like for just opening for a slam dunk, but he'll just pass it to the corner for someone. For yeah, yeah, three. I've noticed that too. Now I, I, I don't know. I think he's trying to get his teammates involved. Uh, yeah, I hope he that's seems the case. Really embrace like I mean, he's always embraced the facilitator yeah. role, but he seems like to really like double down on that this year uh, with Anthony Davis around, and he, he probably realized like you know I want AD to be the number one option. Yeah, to be the second uh, option. Mm-hmm. At least, uh, you know, I guess his way of taking the back seat maybe. Definitely, and I think you know, not AD, really because he like his usage rate is probably like still up there like every other yeah. year. Uh, AD needs that, though, I think, more than LeBron. I mean, LeBron's already proven it, you know, that he can win in the playoffs, and we haven't seen it from AD. So I think LeBron also has that in his mind, like, yo, I got to get AD rolling, get him going. Because his last game against the Raptors, man, that was that was terrible. I think he had the nine, yes. ten shots. That was yeah. – I don't even know what that was, was. I think he was two of seven with, yeah. like, 14 points, but, like, ten of those were from the line. Or nine yeah, of those and from the free it, was, uh, it was a la Kobe against the Suns game seven, like, you know, way back <laughs> when, like – just like uh, not sabotaging it but it's i don't know i didn't get it like we were playing the raptors too they took their foot off the gas i wasn't sure what the lakers are doing that game um yeah but yeah i think it's just uh lebron will be all right it's more i think he's trying to get like the other guys to get going because Dion waiters looks good and in, 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 like passes but on defense man last night there are some plays there where he would just fall asleep and leave the man open for corner three and just be like oh Dion, come on the Dion experience yeah yeah the Dion experience <laughs> man but um yeah but uh but with like going back to like the lakers uh yeah. and like uh, i guess like lebron in general um i actually you mentioning that like you know he he wants to get anthony davis involved actually re- reminded me of like that time maybe like his first year second year with the Cavs, coming back to the Cavs, uh the return years with the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, he he said basically the same thing. He said something like, "I want Kyrie Irving to be the number one option eventually." You know, uh, like down the line. And he's probably he was probably thinking, you know, a couple years down the line, and yeah. Kyrie Irving would be patient enough to wait. And you know, but you know, some you know, and I I won't I won't blame Kyrie Irving for you know doing what he did because it's it's stressful being you know especially if you're playing for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, like forget about like you know the Cavaliers, but like you know the Cavaliers. 
everyone knows that's LeBron's town. It's LeBron's team. So, you know, I, I get why Kyrie Irving, you know, would want to, you know, I guess stay away from that. Kevin Durant, yeah. I think he said that, you know, it's kind of toxic, the media yeah. environment. Hey, shit, maybe Kyrie told him that. I don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, now they're friends. teammates together, yeah. Uh, and But, like, you know, that, I, I think that's also something that he, he he's probably seen from an outsider perspective. I'm sure they've, they've talked about that. Um, and uh, I know people, you know, I know it sounds kind of ironic, you know, me talking about, oh, Katie and Kyrie, media conflict, whatever. But um, I think they'll be fine. I, I don't think there's going to be, you know, I think the talent is going to win out. I don't think they're going to be like a number one seed or anything, but I think they'll, they'll be like a playoff team next year. No uh, talking about the Nets? Yeah, the Nets, yeah. Oh, dude, definitely. The Nets will definitely be in the playoffs. Uh, I hope they I hope they can finish, you know, top two. I'd like to see them go one because, like, I like the Nets. I like Brooklyn. I, I like their I like the uniform. I like the arena. Yeah. I like what they're about. You know, they're an ABA team, so it's hard to hate on the uh, – That's cool. Yeah, and that, that's hard to hate on the Nets. The, it's hard the to Nets, hate on the, the Nets. The Spurs, the Pacers, the Nuggets, all ABA teams. Yeah, it's really hard to hate ABA teams. Like, I, I find it hard. I would just like it for I, – I still think this. I've always thought this as a kid. I think that – one game a year, they gotta bring back just the red and white, but you know, red, white, and blue Dude, ball just for so, one game. You were so right. Like even if but, it's like, yeah, when when like let's say the Pacers play the, Pacers like the, Spurs, play the Spurs, or, Spurs, yeah, something like that. You know, like that'd be awesome just for yeah, like an NBA the, night. That we need we need to fucking call Adam Silver right now, bro. This is a middle. This is a pandemic. <laughs> like no one is doing anything. Exactly. Like, like do this. This they should be planning this. Field yeah. of Dreams game got canceled. It would be coming ten about ten days. Yeah. From this, yeah. White Sox would have played the Cardinals. First, it was originally the Yankees, um, but now it's the Cardinals. Now that game is canceled. Yeah, no, Let's have something like that for the NBA. Let's yeah, play in great, an old yeah. ABA arena. Dude, how sick would that ABA be? Ball. I think that would be so much fun. Even if they did it for just one, once a year, I think that would be once great a year. for the league. Winter, yeah. Just like the Winter Classic. You know, this yeah, is the exactly. ABA Classic. Have the four ABA teams play each other. It's like a doubleheader, you know? I'm, yeah. I mean, oh, that would be so great. I, I, I wish that would be – man, I, I, I – first of all, I think the ABA stopped being a thing in like 1976. So maybe, maybe five, six years from now, maybe they'll do something like that because that'll be what, like the 50th anniversary? Yeah, it'd be, dude, it's, it's, it's overdue. I don't know. I'm surprised yeah. that I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's like a legal thing. Maybe they went to court to like, you know, you, you can no longer use the ABA yeah. or whatever. Maybe that's what it that's is. Something but... worth looking into. If anyone's listening out there, an <laughs> off chance you're actually listening to this, uh, please let us know. Look it up. Uh, I'll probably look it up after the show too. Yeah. But like, um, is there are there any 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 issues regarding like copyright or some shit within the ABA? Because I, I just assume the merger meaning like NBA takes everything with the ABA's history. Yeah. But, um, I mean they do it in the NFL. I don't know why they wouldn't do it in the yeah. you know, NBA. So, I mean yeah. the NFL I mean, does the NFL it too. Like, do. that, that's another whole thing too, where it's like yeah. you know there's NFL championships where the Chicago Bears have like eleven of them, and then there's like the Super Bowl, so the Bears only have one. So like the Bears are really only have like twelve. And I th- like the Bears are like they're like the Yankees of like you know the NFL. They should yeah. be seen as the Yankees or the Packers or whatever because the Packers gotcha. have like a bunch of championships too. Yeah, that's um, true. So yeah, like uh, I I hate I always hated the NFL did that, and I guess the NBA like even if you go to like a like a Spurs game, maybe a Pacers. I don't know if the Pacers won an ABA championship, but I think I know in Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure there is. They do have like an ABA banner. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if they, you know, the Spurs have won or, you know, the Pacers or something like yeah. that. I'm not sure if the Pacers ever won a, a championship because, um, but I think they do have like a, like a banner because I've been there once or a couple of times. I think they do have a banner like commemorating the ABA in some way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the Pacers, uh, they've won zero NBA titles, but they have three ABA titles. Three ABA. Yeah. I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure they got banners there. Cause I remember going there and I'm being like, you know, there's a, a banner for the ABA. And uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, so uh, back to that Raptors game. Okay. Yeah. Man, Kyle uh, no, Kuzma the- was bullied in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> yeah, he it was. Just felt like I don't know because again, I've been doing a very lousy job of like watching games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this was like the fourth quarter of that game was like one of the first quarters I've watched of oh. this whole season. Yeah. And uh, you know, as someone who uh, is not a big fan of Kyle Kuzma, it was glorious. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, the Raptors are an amazing team, and uh, they're a true dark horse. They're like a legitimate dark horse. Yeah. Um, so did you yeah, take? I, I don't know. Like you could just see in his face, like Kyle was like, "Oh, really?" Like you know, he's doing that thing where like everyone does <laughs> at the park. Uh, if someone just makes a shot, and they they act so offended, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they kept kind of picking on him too. They, I think Kyle Lowry kept going at him as well. Yeah, yeah. They're, I remember once. I remember specifically Lowry made like a shot over him, and Kuzma was kind of like. 
damn it, you know, like <laughs> yeah, well, like I mean, it it it's documented. Everyone knows like Kuzma is the ultimate wild card for the Lakers. Like he's the he's like their Joker card. You know, it's do you have a really good night or a really like poor night from Kuzma? But I mean, the Lakers are kind of a documented team. Like the Raptors to me are like sort of dark horse. Like I like the way they play. They have cohesion. They've got depth and balance up and down. Like I, some teams go eight deep. They can go like maybe like nine or ten. I think I, they could probably go yeah. twelve. I mean, they yeah. have like everyone. I think the only guy who is like probably not going to play is Patrick McCaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He already has three rings. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So there's a yeah. Like it's like you said. I've been trying to watch as much basketball as I can but then with like because basketball and baseball came on at like the same time and yes. uh so it's and the thing with both sports is like there are a lot of games they play every night so you're trying to watch I'm yeah. here like streaming one game on my phone and another one on my laptop trying to keep up but it's yeah, kind of no, hard like to do both. same with me like back in March I was like at the start of March which is just it's amazing how it worked out now because you know the whole like, 10 days later you know everything shut down and March 10th or 11th but I, the first day of March, I was like, you know what? I want to watch more hockey. And so I yeah. watched just like a bunch of, just streamed a bunch oh, of hockey's games. hockey's back too. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah hockey's back too. <laughs> uh, so like I started, like, I watched like the 7 o'clock game. Then I watched like the whatever game was at 9.30. Those was like all these games are happening at the same time. And, uh, you know, I'm watching it for like basically like up, like I'm watching, basically watching like one basketball game and one NHL game like every day basically for like yeah. 10 days or whatever or every other day or whatever. Um and then, you know, of course, the season shuts down. And I was like, oh, quick, you know, there's still hockey on, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, watch something. Yeah, but um, that obviously shut down the next day. But I think uh, – I don't even know where I'm going with this. Oh, it's all good, man. So right now, I know we're talking, like, Lakers, Raptors. Oh, Those are two th- – those are definitely two teams that are going to be in, like, the final four, you'd say, right? Yeah. Of the uh... – for, prob- Definitely for sure in the second round. I mean, the Lakers, I'm fully expecting them to make the conference finals – uh, unless you know they get upset by the Rockets, I don't even know how the the bracket would work there. But because um, the Lakers have now clinched the number one seed, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been literally a decade since they last clinched the the one seed in the West. Yeah. so it's been a while. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's been um, a while. And also, uh, you know, going back to my point earlier, you know, forgetting what I was talking about, which is a whole microcosm of this whole thing, because yeah. you know all the games are back. So, you know, I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to watch you know, a little more soccer. I'm trying to watch hockey and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's probably baseball is tough because, like, you know, you, you're – baseball is yeah. you know, usually one of those sports where you're just, like, you know, you're just kind of watching it. And sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes you'll be doing something in the background. But, you know, you do don't want, like, you know – like, baseball is, like, a good, like uh, – like, you need to have, like, a background yeah. channel. Cause yeah. Because you have commercial often, stuff like that. That's uh, definitely football, that like, one. You must have a background channel. But baseball, like, you don't need to have, like, a background uh, – like, a back uh, a backup channel or whatever because, you know – it's very, you know, it's very like cohesive, right? It's like one, bottom of the first, sorry, top yeah. of the second. Bottom, you know, it's like very yeah. simple. Yeah. Um, and no commercials unless it's after an inning or a pitching change. Uh, but yeah, like it's way like, like everything's <laughs> so back. Yeah, it's it's. I just can't. I just can't do it. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Like, I remember like during the pandemic and like there was nothing going on. You're kind of just like I just I just need sports back. That's all I need. Yeah. Now that it's back, you're like, whoa, man, this is almost too I much. I just want one sport back. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, I want them all to get COVID. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 wood. But uh, yeah, no, man, it, it's hard. Cause it's like, especially with, with like, for example, like this. You know, we're trying to pr- provide some content for like, you know, hoops, and it's like, there's especially right now, like Jamal Crawford. I think is making his debut right now for the Nets yeah. as we speak. So it's like, there's like so much going on. It's so hard to keep up to focus on like one specific team or one area. It's hard to do without trying to like grab at other things kind of get scatterbrained when you talk about sports at the moment sometimes yeah no i mean like that's that's what's happening to me in the show i'm just i'm trying to think of like topics to talk about and i'm just like yeah. well i mean it seems like every nba podcast is talking about the same things so um yeah that's the thing know. right trying to get something that's a little different i mean i i think that the fun discussion is like what's going down at the west you know with all those teams at the bottom oh like, absolutely gonna yeah make it? we're like, gonna get to that at the end of the show uh okay. talk about the eighth seed uh, in the western conference but for now let's talk about like our uh Main dark horses. We talked. I mean, we talked about the Raptors. Okay. Kyle Lowry, you know, especially against the Lakers, continuing to prove his value. Con- you know, yeah. Like a guy who, like, ever, like a lot of social media gave a shit. Like even last season, after Game One, when he, he scored zero points in the first round game, uh, really stepped. Like really, like his whole narrative, like his whole image, seemed like just turned around from that Game One up until you know 
they they beat the Warriors in game yeah. six. And up until now, you know, like some people don't like him because, you know, he draws a lot of chargers or whatever. But he seems like he's, he's like the guy that like he's like the perfect guy, he's like the perfect team. Yeah. Especially for that team where it's like not that many superstars. It's like everyone kind of uh, like, you know, kind of brushes him off. He's like, yeah, like they're the defending champs and like no one gives them any credit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. So it's like Kyle Lowry's like, like you said, it's kind of like the perfect kind of uh, figurehead for that team. He's like, he's yeah. literally everything that like they epitomize of like the Raptors are. You know, they take charges. They're selfless. Yeah. They're fun to watch too. Like all the like, little things. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard little, to like, yeah, it's hard to really be, it, yeah, it's hard to really like be like, oh, dude, I don't like the Raptors because of this or that reason. Like, no, they're actually, they're fundamentally sound too. And the coach I like too. Nick Nurse is great, dude. I think he's, I think he's an awesome coach for them too. Oh, Nick Nurse is, yeah, he's, it's crazy. I mean, like, you know, he was not on anyone's radar two years ago and probably not even last year. I mean, I guess the Raptors kind of promoted him uh, yeah. after Dwayne Casey was let go. So, yeah, I mean, they're like, he just, you talk about like the perfect, you know, perfect timing for, for him and also just making the most out of his opportunity. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, you can also kind of say being at the right place, right time, because, you know, they, they did pull the trigger on the yeah. trade to get Kawhi. Uh, but Kawhi kind of bought into him, too. You know, like, I mean, Kawhi, he just, I mean, he literally just like the, the whole definition of his last season. So, yeah, he just fucked around and won a championship. That's, this is what yeah, happened. Literally, yes, literally did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and now they're back at it. Now they're like, they have like a similar record without him. So it's like, you know, they're a legit team. Incredible. They are a legit team. They are a legit team. They've actually won because the whole Phil Jackson uh, philosophy uh, okay. 40 wins before 20 losses. Is, is that his philosophy? Yeah. So if you win 40 games, before losing 20, you're a real contender. So if you're like 41 and 19, you're considered okay. a real contender. I think the Raptors are there now. They're like 42 and 18 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, they're right up there with the Bucks. Um, and this is another question I, I, I had. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to get to it later, but I'll just get to it now. Better defense, the Bucks or the Raptors? Oh, better defense. I'm going to go with the Raptors just because I st- – I, like, I, I, uh, I'm a firm believer if you're, you're not – you're a defending champ until you lose. And, yeah. Until you lose, yeah. And it's like the the Bucks. I mean, they were up two nothing on the Raptors, and the Raptors' defense ended up. Yeah, granted, they had Kawhi Leonard. It's a whole different circumstance. But no, the Raptors are still the, the team to beat, in my opinion, in the East. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna take them as the as the better defensive team. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, I I know a lot of people talk about the Bucks. Uh, I think they they have like number one defensive rating, which yeah. is a great like team stat. Um, and uh, apparently their defensive stats are like historically good. Uh, okay. especially Giannis yeah probably will be the defensive player of the year or Anthony Davis one of those guys but uh yeah man like I'm I'd go with the Raptors because like they they're I mean like they're they're proven you know you mentioned Kawhi Leonard they lost Kawhi Leonard but they got OG Ananobi back who is a good defender mm-hmm. you know he's like you know I wouldn't say he's, he might not be a better defender than Kawhi but he's still you know very good he's a very long player probably get, probably get a lot of steals and blocks you know it's yeah just, and like uh, one through five, like if I like if I think of the starting five for each team, I mean outside of Giannis, you could argue that the Raptors have better players individually. I I would think, and or collectively, I think the better team. Yeah, like uh, like their the whole system is like is is better. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of people, I know, like Middleton's having a great season, um, but I mean, like looking at this game now, now coming into this game, now I know like these things don't mean anything. Yeah. But the Milwaukee Bucks, they were like literally 20 point favorites against the Brooklyn Nets today. Um, the game is tied at 60 right now. Is it? Okay. As we're, as we're speaking. So it's just, uh, I mean, you know, obviously things can change in a matter of like three minutes in a, in a basketball game, but uh, it's pretty impressive performance by the Nets. That's another team. That's also like uh, kind of has an interesting future, obviously after this year, but uh, just like this season, they're, they're just kind of like, just kind of playing on house money, I guess. Oh, the Nets are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it seems like they're just like, all right, let's just get this over with and like let's just move on. Like, you yeah, know, they're one of those teams that like, they really have, like you know, Kyrie's not there, obviously, KD's not there. And see, I don't even think Wilson Chandler's there, you know, like even like the you know, the normal bench players. Mm-hmm. Uh Dinwiddie, I don't even I don't even know if he's playing. I don't think Yeah, they're one of those teams that had to like scrapes. I think there was like a uh like a someone had put the lineup out there for the roster before the uh they went into the bubble how the Nets are the one team that were still looking to to get players to yeah. fill up the roster space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Nets are yeah, and it's like the Nets were one of those twenty, the late ladder, the twenty-two teams that got invited to just like you know fill up slots. Yeah. I, so I, I, I don't, why are the Wizards invited? 
And why are maybe <laughs> I'm looking at the standings right now and I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, the Suns are in it. So the West had a lot more. They had like for the other. Uh, yeah, I think they had like the a Kings. couple more, like maybe two or three more. Yeah, they had the Suns and the Kings. Uh, the Pelicans are there too. Ah, ah. But yeah, outside of uh, who else? Yeah, the West had every team except for two teams. And those yeah. two teams. Oh, except for the uh, the Warriors and the Timberwolves, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine if the Warriors would come back and won this thing. <laughs> People will be talking about the asterisks now, but uh, dude, yeah. oh yeah, the asterisks thing is. Uh, I think it's like it's like a waste of time just like, discussing it. So uh, I'm not gonna get into it because I just think. People are like, oh, do you should this count? No, like, no, glorified to hell if you win this thing. You should to have whatever. A hundred percent agree. I, I I was one of those people that was skeptical at first, but after watching their games, I'm like, no, this is legit. Like these guys are really playing. This is like real. Like it's no one's joking around. They really want to win this thing. So yeah. If now, like, it seriously, if you want to, if you want to say, you know, like if LeBron or something like that catches the virus, then yeah, okay, we can maybe we can put an asterisk there, you know. But like, you I know, guess like, I don't know. He has to sit out for like the rest of the Russell Cup. Like, okay, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. But, you but know, even then, though, it's like a lot of championships. It's just it's just last last man standing. That's all it is. Yeah, just like last season, you know. Exactly. So yeah, no. So this is a legit title, man. No Astros, no nothing. Yeah, it's not the Astros, but we're we're not bringing those in. <laughs> those eight holes up right now. So yeah. Yeah, I mean the Astros. Uh, that's just uh, that's just a whole different thing. Hey, what do you think yeah. about that whole thing, Joe Kelly? How about that? Oh, I was so stoked. You should have seen me. I was in my room watching the game, and I was like, <laughs> you you think it was a playoff game? The way I was, I jumped up. I was like get him i was like kick his ass like i was hoping they were gonna fight but cool hell like i remember we were talking a little bit back and forth while that game was happening and yeah. i remember thinking uh i remember just watching like i was just like on the computer or whatever and then i just look up and i just see them just jawing at each other uh yeah. joe kelly and correa i think yeah um, i just i loved how unapologetic joe kelly was about it the whole thing that's my yeah. that was my and favorite thing like, about it joe yeah. kelly is a world series champion with the red Sox. he wasn't with like the the dodgers Two seasons, three seasons ago. No, no, he wasn't. He was on the. He got on the team. Uh, he was last on the team year. that beat the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, and then he joined them the following year, which is last season. So, he's all. He's good in my book. Yeah, especially after his his reaction, his face, everything was priceless. It was. I mean, remember the whole thing nice. about like last uh, last October. You know when all this stuff started coming out. You know yeah. after the World Series, uh, the whole thing about like the you know like that walk off by Altuve against the Yankees. You know, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, with the shirt. Yeah, no off, one's yeah. talking about that anymore. But like, yeah, that you know. Well, fun fact. I'll I, leave that. I know I don't want to talk about the Astros because I, I despise and I hate that team. But three of uh, three of their three of the like five superstars who were like you know on top of the cheating who were like who were like definitely known to be cheaters were like George Springer. Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman, and I think they've been hitting under 200 this year. And against the Dodgers that series, they went like one. For they went like all for 28. Or there something. you go. Yeah. So like that that was satisfying in itself for me. So that lets me know that they were cheaters, and that's all I need to know. And I'm good. And I'm good with that now. I can live the rest of my life knowing that it's all good. I don't have to worry about it. I think this was like a. I mean, like I, you know, I know we're still talking about baseball, but like I think this was like a a talking point. Like people are talking about like, oh, should they remove championships or whatever? But yeah. like. Uh, you know, if, if if you were to go to like a fundraiser or whatever, and you're the MC, yeah, and Carlos Correa, no, sorry, not Carlos. I'll just I'll say Altuve. Altuve makes an appearance. <laughs> How would you introduce him? Oh man, well, I, I can't go. I can't make fun of his height because I'm a short guy myself. So yeah. I can't go. I can't go. I can't make fun of his height. I don't know how to introduce him. I definitely, I definitely have to throw the word cheater in there. Uh, when I introduce him, like uh, you can say, fake championship, fake championship, fake champion, uh, poser. yeah, like uh, poser, yeah. There's like, ah, oh, man, you're putting me on the spot here. I can't, I'd, I'd <laughs> want to get, I'd want to get creative with that one. So I'd have to give it. To I can ask you next time. I'll, yeah, I'll but, ask you yeah, next time. but definitely, that's definitely something I, uh, I would throw some names in, like poser. I'd yeah. ask him how what what it felt like, you know, to how the field have an empty championship, you know, something like that, you know, fake championship, yeah, uh, uh, empty calories. I don't know. I'll, I'd have to figure it out. I definitely have to like. Give me like a, an hour or two to think of something creative to, to, to name him, and I definitely will give you something good. <laughs> uh, so moving on, we're, we're, uh, we'll finish up uh, soon. But uh, I, I found this list online uh, on Reddit. This uh, user username Zem, Zemaniak, whatever. Okay. Uh, everyone has these weird usernames. All right. Um, so no, th- these are real names of NBA players we're not used to hearing. I- I'll, I'll ask you. Uh, you know, I, I won't even ask you because, you know, they'll be pretty obvious with the last name. Okay. 
So the first one is Ogugwa Ananobi. Okay. OG. Christian McCollum. Imagine going, yeah, imagine him going like Christian McCollum. That's, Christian McCollum. Jonathan Reddick. All right, Jorge. H or no H in Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan, is that a JJ's actual name? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going go with, he seems like a no H kind of guy. You're no right. H. You're correct. No H, yeah. Uh, Jose Juan Barea. I think I, I knew that one. Yeah, Jose Juan Barea, JJ. Uh, Wardell uh, Curry. Who's Wardell Curry? Steph Curry. That's his first name? Yeah, his first name is... Oh, I Wardell, didn't. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. What? That's crazy. Wardell Curry, uh, James Middleton. James Middleton. Wait, that's so <laughs> crazy. You know, yeah, so you know crazy. these guys are like other names. How is about that this from the Houston Rockets? Anthony Tucker. <laughs> that's PJ. Wow, that's crazy. Who the? Huh? I wonder how they got the nicknames. Or think these are just like middle names they go by. Uh, yeah, I, a lot of these. Uh, now Steph is a middle name. I know that Steph Curry. And he went by Steph, I'm guessing, like, it seemed like when he was a kid because yeah. his dad would call him Steph when he was a kid. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, and from the Miami Heat, the center, Idris, Idris, or Idrisse, Idris Adebayo. Idris, yeah. I thought it was Bam. E-D-R-I-C-E. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you can't pronounce it, I guess you got to go by Bam, right? Yeah, right. I, I, I don't know. That just doesn't sound right. I'm not going to say Ed Rice. It's not yeah. Ed Rice. <laughs> Uh, from the Brooklyn Nets, Highland Jordan. Highland. Brooklyn. Oh, John. Wow. Yeah. Highland. Yeah. Highland oh. Jordan. <laughs> so, what would you go by, Hami, in the NBA? What would you, wanna, what'd you go by? The Hazardous, yeah. Hom? Huh? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, what, what would it be? Uh, I mean, like, if – what if I just – I might – what if I was, like, an initial kind of guy? Okay. Yeah. My yeah, first yeah. name starts with an S – Yes. And my, you know, Hami is such with an H. That's not even yeah. like my real name. That's just like, you know, but what if I just went by HS? The best road player of all time. <laughs> and shh. It's like Mike Green wouldn't even be able to go bang when you'd make a three. He'd have to go shh for three. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be awesome. Uh, oh, that's right, because your first name, yeah, your first name is is isn't is, it's not Hami, right? Or is no, it? it's not. Okay, okay. But uh, my yeah. middle name does start with an I. Okay. My first name does end with Ham. So there you go. Yeah. So shine, dude. That's cool. I'd I'd like to shoot. Shh, she's a good one. Shh. There you go. <laughs> Alfred Horford. Alfred Horford. Yeah, I knew. I, I knew. Uh, Al, Al Horford had like that. Couldn't be Al. You know right? Jr.'s name. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know if I should have you guess. I mean, uh, how about, how about this? It was an, this was a name of someone in a, in a TV show. This was the name of a character in a TV show. JR. Uh, pretty, like mid 2000s show. It came on like, uh, what, like TBS maybe. Uh, my name is. Earl? Yes. His Earl name is Earl. Smith. No, it's not. It's Earl Smith. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it. What Earl Smith? Earl Smith, the uh, the guy who keeps squinting on that Lakers bench. Oh, dude, the guy, that guy <laughs> who keeps. Oh, <laughs> I type in Earl Smith on uh, Google and I get uh, PhD <laughs> professor of sociology at Reuben, uh, Reuben Digest, distinguished professor of American ethnic studies. No, not that guy. Oh yeah, you're right, J.R. Smith. <laughs> Uh, nope. And then the wow. from the Sixers, you know, remember, you got Mike Scott. This is Mike. James Scott. James Scott. Yeah, his name is actually like Mike Scott. He goes by Mike Scott, but I guess his real name is James. Jimmy Scott. Jimmy Scott. Wow. <laughs> so, so um, Zachary Levine. I mean, that's not like too crazy. Um, Aaron Crawford, the guy we were talking about earlier. Jim, wow. Jamal is Aaron. Yeah, Jamal might might be a middle name. <laughs> a lot, yeah, uh, I wonder if they do that just for reasons like purse privacy stuff. I don't know, man. I'm yeah. Just, I'm, oh, here's I'm another one. May Banye Hilario. Nah, I'm not guess who that is. Nene. Nene. Oh, he's Brazilian too, right? Yeah. Yeah, those guys have crazy names. They like their names <laughs> are nothing like it is on the back of their jersey. Wow. I I wonder I wonder how you pronounce it. Is it because it's not? I'm pretty sure it's not my banye. Maybe it's my banye, my my banye. I don't know. My banye, my banye. man. My bang. My bad. 
My, my bad. <laughs> my B, bro. I started your name wrong. <laughs> um, what else is there? Uh, Al, Al Mario Charmers, like Al Mario. Yeah, Al Mario. Okay. Uh, Daryl Augustine. Ooh, I, yeah, I remember that. I remember DJ Augustine. Yeah, DJ yeah, Augustine's Aug- good. Uh, Alfonso Burke. Trey Burke. Yep, wow. Trey Burke. And um, oh, I've got I've got this one. Uh, Semi Ojale from the Celtics. His full name is Jesus Milore Talo da Bijusu Ojale. I right. totally screwed up that middle name. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Wow. Uh, wow. Jesus Sem because they got Semi right. His name is Semi Ojale. So, Jesus Semilore, maybe. Semilore? Jesus Semilore? Talo. I just cannot pronounce this middle name. Yeah. Talo Dabashu? Ojale. <laughs> man, I cannot. Man, it's, it's crazy because, like, his name is Semi Ojale, and he actually uses, like, a semi amount of his name. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's, here's a good one Demetrius Morant. Demetrius Moran. Wow, that's a good wow. name. That it, it sounds like a dinosaur almost. Demetrius, yeah. <laughs> a reptile. Um, who else we got? Oh, Shavano Healed. He Shavano Healed. Wow, buddy. Rowan, <laughs> Rowan Barrett. <laughs> Rowan. Um, I can see why a lot of these guys won't want to don't want to go by their first names. Rayford, you know Rayford, right? Yeah, Rayford Austin, right? Or was it no? No, not Rayford Austin. Uh, that's skip, skip to my loop. He was a, he was an amazing player. Um, Rayford Young on the Atlanta Hawks. Wow, Rayford at Tra- Rayford Trey Ray Trey. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to look at who else. Oh, El Haji El Haji Fall. El <laughs> Haji. Wait, that's that's Taco's first. Name? Yes. Yes, no, sir. Yeah, I, yeah talk couldn't, Taco can't be sourcing. What am I thinking? Um, oh, game winner yesterday. Shake Milton had a game winner. His real name is Malik. That's a pretty decent name. Malik Milton. That is true. Uh, who else is there? Oh, yeah. This is the classic. Um, Emmanuel Ginobili. Damn, I remember yeah. that one in NBA Live. Emmanuel. You were like, who, who, who's Emmanuel? Who's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, I was like, who is this guy? Just some pasty white guy coming off the bench. Um, Ovington, J. J. Anthony, like J. Anthony Mayo. Mayo. Oh wow, OJ. That was OJ's. Yeah. OJ. Wow. OJ Mayo, who's been suspended for a couple of years now. Oh, is that always on the league? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was. Um, quick question: Do you know the yeah. last team he played with? Ooh, the last team he played with. Oh. Yeah, the last it wasn't. Team. Yeah, it wasn't Memphis because he was actually pretty good there. I I thought. He yeah, was I think Memphis was his first team. His last team. Oh, it seems like he's okay. It seems like he's he's playing in China. Okay, he, so uh, I guess you know. But the last team in the NBA, he did play about four like, years ago, like the Pistons or something. Not that far off. He uh, played for the Bucks. I remember. Oh yeah, that's right. He had a stint with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he he pretty much ended his NBA career with the with the Bucks. Um. I'd such a hope for OJ Mayo. Yeah. Dikembe Mutombo, Mapalando, Makumba, Jean Jacque, Wa Mutombo. Wow. Yeah. Try putting that on the back of that jersey. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. I thought I thought Shea Gilgis Alexander looks crazy. Like, it just looks ridiculous in the jersey. But Shevante is his real name. Shevante Gilgis Alexander. Shevante. Maurice Harkless. I see that in the in 2K all the time. Maurice Harkless, not Mo Harkless. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean uh oh yeah, Guillermo. Guillermo Hernan Gomez. Mm-hmm. I believe that's uh I don't know which I, I don't know which Hernan Gomez is. It's either Juancho Hernan Gomez or uh Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh I don't know why I'm looking up Guillermo Hernan Gomez. Um I should be looking up who this person is. Hernan Gomez. Yeah, there's two Hernan Gomez. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Willie Hernan Gomez. But yeah, I'm just double checking right now. Um, But yeah, those are different. Those are just the names. Yeah, it is Willie Hernan Gomez who plays for the Hornets. Uh, So, um, moving on, 
yeah, a lot of interesting names there. Uh, oh, yeah, and if anyone here wants to uh, send us what name you would want to go by in the NBA, if you somehow made it, let us know. Please, you can send in, you can text us, call us, or whatever. Write in the comment section or whatever. I don't know. Um, so, uh, eighth seed in the West. Uh, last night, or just yesterday afternoon, the Pels beat the Grizzlies by like 10 points, and the Grizzlies are 0 3. Can the Grizzlies go winless? Oh, man. Let's see who they've got left. Because the Gri- they do not have an easy schedule, I, from what I remember seeing. No, they don't. They still have to play the Jazz, the Thunder, the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Bucks. Yeah, they might go wow. winless. Put this whole thing. Dude, it's a shame. To think they came into Orlando with three and a half games. A three yeah. and a half game lead. Oh, man, that's rough. Yeah, it's crazy how that all that just changes in a matter of, like, Two days, even. Uh, wow. And you know what's even crazier is that, like, the Pelicans, who, I mean, obviously the, the NBA wanted them back, but their schedule left is – It's very easy, yeah. Yeah, it's peanuts compared and, to the – And it's crazy because, like, you know, their schedule looks pretty easy now. But, like, the Blazers actually had the easiest schedule, like, with the normal schedule. Like, they would have had a lot of teams from the, the bottom eight, you know. Oh, against okay. The Bulls or against the Wizards, something like that. I think they, they were supposed to play the Bulls, I think, one more time. So that's an easy win. Um, but I think the Blazers also kind of got screwed there. Um, but they are an interesting team to, like, you know, kind of sneak into the eighth spot there because they are, for the most part, healthy, right? I think they Yeah, are. they got a Nurich back. I think Nurich had, like, 30 points the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had 30 points. Yeah, 30 points and nine rebounds and five assists against the Celtics of all teams, too. Yeah, that's it's not not too shabby right there for Nurkic. Nah. Yeah, the, the Blazers are very interesting. I don't expect them to, like, you know, beat the Lakers in round one or something, but – That'd be a nice surprise, I guess. Uh, you know, for- it'll be a good test for the Lakers too. I mean, the first round they don't want to, you don't want to coast either. I think it'll. Yeah, that would be, an be a good test because you know the, you know the Blazers did beat the Lakers on you know remember that Kobe night. Oh yeah, I Very remember that night. night. Obviously, but like, yeah, like the the Blazers just came into town that like, at least Damian Lillard that was in the middle of his whole streak of like you know fifty point games or whatever. Yeah, uh, he was in another storyline that felt like it was nine years ago. <laughs> Everything, yeah, everything pre-COVID seems like it, it's over, like, yeah, like you said, five years old. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. the uh, So, with, like, the remaining NBA schedule, I know that's, like, if you're within four games, you get a – it's, like, a, it's a playing game, right? Yeah, it's, like – Yeah. You, and if you win it – if you're the lower seed and you win, then the other team gets another game to play, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah. Okay. So, uh, basically, like, it, I guess you can just say, like, the benefit of the doubt goes to the higher-seeded team. So, it's basically like you're going – like it's like if it's like a five game series and like the, the, you're up two to one and yeah okay yeah. Huh. interesting so yeah because I'm like I'm looking at the schedule and I'm just like thinking to myself who I would like to see I yeah, definitely I I have a feeling because I feel like the Blazers or the Grizzlies are just gonna get kicked out because I just have a feeling they're just not gonna win uh, maybe like their last game you know if they if the Bucks just rest everyone but even then you know the Bucks are like a good system team like they're they're good. Yeah, it almost uh, seems. Yeah, it almost seems like it's almost like the Blazers to lose at this point. Maybe the Spurs yeah. make a run for it, but yeah, it's one yeah. of those two teams, I think. Yeah, and I think even Sacramento's still in the mix, but. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they're still in it. I just I don't know something about Sacramento. I, I think we'll see a play-in though between the the Blazers and the, uh, and the Pelicans. I think that'll be very entertaining, honestly. It, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I mean, those are the games I would. Say. I mean, obviously, like you want to watch like the fun, like the good teams play and like the teams with all the superstars. But it's it's fun to watch these games too because these these teams are duking it out to actually make the playoffs. Yeah, and and I, I'm honestly I'm also interested in the Eastern Conference side too. I know the uh, it, like it could come down to the Wizards who have like no business being in there. <laughs> yeah, the Nets and like an eighth for like the eighth seed, and I think that will be a very fun matchup because they're both like you know well at least the Wizards are like a great offensive yeah. team, and the Nets are like a good like you know they got like a good team around them. Uh, but the Wizards, I just remember they, they don't have Bradley Beal, so uh but they do have Ruri Hachimura who is awesome. Yeah, he's nice. Uh they they've got the uh the other uh, the shooter, the small forward, uh the forty two, I forget his name. Uh hold on. Uh, oh and uh on the Wizards, he's a shooter, really good. Oh, is it Bertans? Bertans? Yes, Bertans. That yeah, was Bertans. He he's out too. Oh, is he out too? Yeah, because oh. he, he basically Jeez. said at the end of the season, I think he said he's he's not going to come to the sure. the bubble thing, and uh, I God believe if he if he had some sort of like uh, 
certain percentage or something like that, he would have gotten like a like a bonus on the, on his contract. Oh. So I guess it was smart of him to just sit out. Uh, but I know I asked you this earlier yeah. in the season, and uh, you know, obviously sports is so uh, underwhelming, uh, overwhelming. You're coming back, but uh, I asked you this a couple months Some ago. Some teams are over. What's that? Underwhelming. Some teams are a little underwhelming. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Chicago Bulls, man, I do not want to watch them again this year. But I know I think you went. Did you go back to LA at all during the pandemic? No, no, no. I've not gone back. Oh, okay, okay. So I guess I'll just ask you: Within your group of friends, uh, do Laker fans still feel threatened by the Clippers? beating them or is it the other side now that the Lakers clinch number one that they're, cl- they're clearly like the best team in the West are they extremely confident now because you know they got number one and you know they got LeBron and AD which is like you really can't go wrong there yeah uh I mean honestly from because I do keep in touch with my friends back home and most of them are Laker fans uh I mean it they're they're happy that like the the number one seed is all wrapped up and but it doesn't really have the same kind of feel as it would have had had you know had you actually had home court i think the team the laker fans do for the most so it's still it's in, in terms of in the western conference is still the uh, the la clippers because even on their bad nights man they, they give us they give the lakers a game every night i mean we saw that last thursday in the opening night it was a sloppy game but even without lou williams and mo hark uh you know all those guys Harrell, Harrell, yeah. uh, montrose Harold. i mean they uh, they still gave them a game and it went down to the last shot so yeah i still I wouldn't say I fear the Clippers, but I definitely, res- I definitely respect them. I know what they're about, and that, that's a team that I don't want. I, if it were to me, I hope the, the Rockets get to play like the Clippers in the second round or something, because I, I don't want to play the uh, the Clippers at all. I don't want any anything to do with the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard is, I, I think he's probably like, arguably the best player in basketball. I mean, Giannis and LeBron are there, but I think Kawhi Leonard definitely, he scares yeah. me more than like LeBron does, to be honest with you. Yeah, I. It seems like like Kawhi has gone. Well, I mean, I mean, compared to some people, might say he's having a down year, but I think his assist numbers went up. Uh, but I, I'd still say, like in terms of the best player in the world, I'd still say LeBron until like you know until we see someone different. Yeah, of course. Uh, I yeah. guess you could argue like Giannis is a pretty good argument now, back to back MVP. Definitely. Uh, his flaws are like really like apparent. So Giannis, I can give him that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, the thing with Kawhi, though, it's like, it's like him in the playoffs, man. He just, like, he turns into someone else. He's, he, he turns – I mean, they're all focused and they're all determined to win, but Kawhi has, like, this extra gear that he can, like, kind of go to that most players yeah. can't. And, and, like, I think the, the Clippers are, like, a playoff team. Like, they are built to play four games. Oh, like, yeah. Two weeks or, mm-hmm. you know, seven games in two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, matchup problems and stuff like that. Meanwhile, the Lakers – I kind of get the vibe that the Lakers are more of a regular season team. They are, no, and I 100% agree with you, man. Like, I, they haven't, like, in the bubble, I don't know if they're going to be as tested, especially now that they've clinched the, the one seed. I, I don't know that Frank, the head coach, Frank Vogel, is going to give them less minutes to start players, maybe get the rotation players some more minutes. But it seems almost like I don't want them to be too comfortable and too confident going in, and I think that's, that, that's what's going to happen with this Lakers team because the Lakers yeah. team – Especially during games, they go through ebbs and flows where like they can be very dominant and they could just let let up real quickly. And that That's what ha- happens and, with a veteran team, yeah. Yeah, and and that happened. I mean, and the scary part with the Lakers is it always happens when either LeBron or AD are both off the court. So it's yeah. That, that's my issue with the Lakers. It's like the Clippers are a good team where like if uh, if Kawhi and Paul George both need minutes off, their team can you know keep them afloat for a couple of minutes while those guys get some rest. I don't know that the Lakers bench is still capable of doing that. And Kyle Kuzma, to me, I'm still not sold, man. Still not sold. It's crazy because the first year that Kyle Kuzma came, we're looking at the guy who was probably what the was he end of the first was he a second round pick? He was a second round pick, right? Yeah, no, twenty seventh overall. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he was a first yeah. round. Yeah, first round. Yeah. So yeah, like it's crazy. Like the first year of Kyle Kuzma, everyone's like, "Wow, this guy's awesome." And then the second year, people are kind of like, "Um, we're kind of sick of this guy." And now yeah. people are beyond sick of him. Yeah, well, we're they're beyond sick just because of the fact that. He got his. He has like no conscience when it comes. He always has the green light to to shoot, which is cool. But what I have noticed though in the bubble is he's kind of sl- slowed down a little bit. He has, he's not jacking up as many shots against the Raptors. is a little different. I think he was feeling really good about the the Thursday win against the Clippers. And last night he was he had a couple of outside uh, jump shots that were going in. 
couple of threes. So his shots going down. Um, I'm happy to see that his his shots his shot selection is getting better. So his efficiency is going up. So that's what I like to see. Uh, his defense is also getting a little better. He had a couple of uh, stops against Kawhi Leonard uh, a couple of nights ago when they played him. And yeah, I don't know. Kuzma's kind of an interesting guy because it's like I'm I'm not sold on him mainly because of his defense. Like players can really tend to blow by him or like just out jump him. So he's kind of like in that weird tier where it's like you can't he can't guard the smaller guys and he also can't guard the bigger guys he can keep you in front of if he can keep his defense his, his player in front of him he'll be all right but that hardly ever happens so that's like why I'm definition not of a tweener. yeah he's yeah, it's, yeah so he's definitely the wild card for the lakers and i'm still still think they need another number three i don't think kuzma's a guy yeah because i mean kuzma seems like he, he seems like he'd be like a pretty valuable piece it's like a as like a role player, as a guy who can just kind of get some points and not feel so much pressure. But I really don't know who that could be for the Lakers because I remember during the trade deadline, people were like, oh, well, you know, Derrick Rose would be pretty good over there. And I think so. But I think Derrick Rose would look better with, with the Bucks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, but, like, it's going to be hard to find, like, anyone, you know, just yeah. like – Yeah, because if, if they can get a guy like, you know, Clay Thompson or something like Middleton – that yeah, that'd be amazing, you know. Yeah, the, the, hey, and that's hey a, maybe they. What, what about Miritich? I'd like Miritich. Yeah, they need like someone that can, because the Lakers don't. What the Lakers, well, honestly, what the Lakers are lacking is they're lacking a scoring guard. That's what they really need, right? That's what. Right. That's that's what they need, and Kuzma is a scoring forward, which is something we don't need because. Right. Uh, so a lot of yeah, forwards on the team. Yeah, so a lot of bigs. A lot of bigs. And not enough like and not enough guards that can create their own shot, which is I think will be the Lakers' downfall if there is a downfall. But that'll and I think that that comes if they play teams like the Rockets, like the Clippers, who have guards that can kind of get their own shot. Um, I'm interested yeah. to see though what what'll happen if they were to play like a team like Portland in the first round because Damian Lillard can create his own shot, man. That guy, I mean, he scored. Like you said, he had the winner against the the, the Lakers when they had the Kobe Morrow night. Yeah, so, he had like fifty points that game. That was like his his whole stretch of like fifty point games. Yeah, uh, that's that's the biggest problem for Lakers is guarding those those short uh, guards. Uh, last question, then we'll we'll uh, we'll end it right here. Uh, the Seventy Sixers and the, and the Rockets too. Can this weird format? Do you think they could help them? Yeah, oh yeah, I do. I hundred percent, dude. Uh, if I was a Lakers fan, I'd be pulling for the Rockets, man. I'd want them to win. Just for, I'd want chaos, and for them to win without like actual playing with big men, I think that'd be fun. And especially in like the environment they're playing in, it, it it adds for like kind of like that kind of like okay, I'm here for chaos. Like let's let's just make it happen. To bubble, anything can happen. It would be fun. I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for the Rockets playing their small ball and like just going up and down the court. And I like the. I also like the Ben Simmons. What they're trying to do over there. Trying. They're playing him at like power forward, right? They're like experimenting, experimenting yeah. with him there. I yeah. like that too. I mean, I like that. I like when like teams go out of the box and stop playing so conventional, like yeah. try something different. You know, I mean, the Warriors did it, and like look, look where it got them. Not to say that the Rockets and the Sixers are going to transform, you know, the NBA like that, but it's always fun to see teams and coaches get creative with it. So I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, it Definitely seems like the, the Rockets. It's like it's like way more believable because like they got like a lot, like they have a better chemistry and. Uh, yeah. you know, their two stars actually like love each other, you know, compared to like the Sixers, where we don't even yeah. know if that's the case. Um, yeah, but the Sixers seem to be doing it just to like, you know, this is like our last resort. Like, if this doesn't work, then we might just blow it's, it it's, up. It's insane. I mean, like, everyone's talking about like they're 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 going to be set for the future and stuff like that, and then uh, they get like the two guys who are just like such like weird fits next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mostly ask for the Sixers because like it is like a they all season long they've been feeling the pressure from everyone, and this yeah. was in my like. Going into this season, I thought this was like their biggest pressure season, like you know, make it or break it kind of season. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, I don't think like you know, I don't think they'll be too bummed out if they lose, um, because of like the circumstances. Yeah. I think the Bucks though are. I think the Bucks should be under the most pressure though, because they lost home court and they were yeah. you know, the best team. I mean, look, it's the best NBA record of the last two seasons. The Bucks were 114 and 35. I'm sure, like half, like half of those came from home. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, definitely. I agree with that. The Bucks are under the most pressure. They're a team that has the most to prove too, especially with yeah. talent. Yeah. Definitely yeah. So agree like, with you there, homie. Yeah, like I would, uh, like 
I, I was going to say, like, the Lakers, but I think the Bucks more so because, like, there's this whole talk of, you know, Giannis and free agency in a couple of years, which people are really forcing now. Yeah, it's it's annoying, dude. I don't like that. Like, why why are we why are they pushing the narrative so early? Like, yeah. I get it. You got to push the story and all that stuff, but the guy, it's a year away. Like, yeah, yeah let seriously. him enjoy his basketball. Because like you know, people are acting like he's not gonna take his option or something this year. Yeah, like, of course he will. Especially yeah. if the Bucks make it to like the conference finals at the least, you know. Uh, least, if they lose yeah. in the first round, maybe yeah, maybe we'll see him, you know, opt out, and that would make things way more interesting. But um, that's gonna do it for this episode, the two-way contract. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Jorge Ramirez, for coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Artwork for the Hoopstradamus Basketball Podcast was provided by Evan Butris. Check out more of Evan's graphic design work at www.evanb.work or on Instagram at The Wax Cowboy. That handle, once again, The Wax Cowboy.